0: On Maynard.com.au AU! (laughs) I'm here on the set of Spin Out and I'm here with... Keith. Then, what's your job on the set? Pretty much the most important guy, really. Vehicle coordinator is my job. Utes, Utes and more Utes. And a few more, yeah. Now, I'm looking around. I don't see any Datsun 1200 Utes. I don't
1: see any Suzuki Mighty Boys. What are you mainly supplied for the movie? Stuff with a bit of character, a bit of Aussie character and some real nice show cars as well, show utes. Stuff with a bit of horsepower and a bit of noise. It looks all like six litre Holdens to me. There's a few nice Fords in there, just to try and balance the equation a little bit. Uh, that no, old... I
0: know it's a religious schism there, but where do you sit on the Holden Ford argument, sir?
1: Oh, I'd have to say I lean more to the Ford. Did my time in a Ford workshop, and right. uh, we've been a Ford family. But there's some nice Holden's in there too. It's harder to find some real nice Fords to put in it. What is your favourite Ute of all time? Is there
0: a Ute, a golden Ute in the distance that you go? Geez, I'd love one of them. You yeah, have to
1: turn around and look at that orange one there with the blue flames. Ah. Oh. That's a pretty nice poured ute. That's a nice, good old XR ute, 67. And is it hanging together well? You can see the size of the engine hanging out of the bonnet. <laughs> it's definitely hanging together. It's been very well built. ACDC just seems to go pretty well with what's going on here today, doesn't it? That's also one of my favourite utes, the Party <laughs> Patrol. How many watts is in that ute? You're talking to the wrong guy, but it's <laughs> a hell of a
0: lot. When they first asked you to, you got to put this ute muster together, I, I guess you thought that that would be uh, a good thing. <laughs>
1: It's a few weeks of absolute madness and then uh, it all seems to come together and next minute you've got 50 to 60 utes and see what happens. What's the typical profile of a ute driver? Normally it's someone
0: who's got some work to do, obviously.
1: Utes go across the full spectrum of Australians. It's everything from the boys just letting their hair down, having fun, to uh, workhorse, to everything. The ute's been in our Aussie culture since day one. There's some beautiful utes out there. There's a brand-spanking new HSV GDS over there, worth a hundred thousand. A beautiful Ford up the end there, that black one, that F350 on airbags. A nice hundred fifty thousand dollar job. There's a very rare BMW ute over there too. Yeah, I
0: hear you got an M5 ute. What sort of person puts a carbon fibre tray onto an M5?
1: Somebody who needs a very good golf buggy.
0: <laughs> Do the Europeans get? the ute thing at all? Do the Japanese get the ute thing at all? I mean the Americans and
1: the Australians seem to know but No, nah, it's it's definitely the Aussies the Yanks just go bigger but they need their trucks, they need their utes and some of those utes are very nice I don't know, there's something different about the Aussie utes and they're pretty good.
0: Is there a problem with the weight distribution in utes? Is there something that about their weight distribution that makes them great for paddock bashing?
1: Well they're light in the rear so you can flick them around but then when you want to load them up It's the perfect all-rounder. I see you've got a 911 over there looking very lonely. Was that one of the cars you had to supply as well? That's one that had to be sourced. That's part of the storyline. Young couple who just don't fit in.
0: What scene are you looking forward to the most in the movie where your hero utes are going to shine?
1: a major thing. Just keep on going because I don't want to be working on an all-nighter. And what
0: could be the worst thing that would happen? A cylinder go or something like that, have to change the head? What's the kind of work is you
1: don't want to be doing all night? Anything. I just want to sleep tonight and they rock solid and hopefully they'll just keep
2: on going.
0: I'm just on the set of spin out here. As you know, we're going to be doing a fair bit of time here. I'm here
2: with Tim Ferguson and of course your role in the whole thing. Uh, I'm uh, one of the co-writers and one of the co-directors. I'm very co. With things like books and things like
0: that. You don't normally get to see them made into a film but this of course was written for you as a film. What does it look
2: like in reality here? It's great seeing a dream come alive. You spend years putting this stuff together and then You turn around and then one day it's all there. So we've got utes galore, utes everywhere. Have you ever been a ute driver yourself?
3: Is
0: this a culture you've actually been part of? Of course, you've you've lived in the bush and on properties. As a
2: child, I broke ranks and disobeyed my parents and drove utes. I was a passenger for the Circa work because... I left the real troublesome stuff up to an eight-year-old called Fergus Taylor, who seemed to have the knack for it. Because I was kind of chicken as a child. And what's your favourite Ute here? There's the hero Ute that your stars driving. It's sort of a beige Holden.
0: The female star has a very colourful Holden. There's the one that's got caught your eye that you go, well, maybe that'd be good to get around Glebe. Maybe that'd look good parked out the front of the Fru Fru Cafe. Look, mate,
2: now did it have to be the road Hammer? The Roadhammer. I can see it over there. It's red. It's red, it's got road and hammer written on the side in large white decals. It's got a V8 engine that sounds like, it sounds like an attacking army and more power than most despots. Where do you
0: sit on the uh, Holden versus Ford schism? I'm going to be asking a lot of people that today. A lot of people feel very strongly one way or the other. Shepherd and appears to be a very Holden friendly camp.
2: That's a ridiculous question, of course, Holden. The trouble with Ford is all they had was Alan Moffat, who was an American driver at Mount Panorama, which was near where I grew up, whereas we had Brocky. Holden was the only way to go. It's almost like saying you're Protestant or Catholic. Well, of course you're going to go Catholic, because who started the whole thing? Who's better? Who has the better real estate?
0: over here on the edge that in Shepparton and one of the things that strikes you whenever you're on a movie set is unlike a lot of other kinds of media particularly in Australia because there's extra money for a movie everyone's got one or so jobs to do and they do it well you've got a first unit second unit camera crew and their assistants and everything like just a moment ago I was wandering around and this guy came up to me and said oh just be careful of the camera here and that was his job for the second unit camera his only job was to make sure that no one bumped into the back of the cameraman or got in the way of the shot and for that very reason no one does and that saves time shooting and that's why they do it and it's just great to be on this level of professionalism with everybody everyone's got one and a bit job to do it the most and they do it well and that's how you get a film made you don't go making people redundant or else you'll have people wandering into shot and everything and my god there's some hooning going on in that paddock
3: <laughs> oh, I
4: love
0: that shit. That's how it's done. That was some great work out there. <laughs> there you go. Now, I actually believe the car undressed itself at one stage hey, during... It. What was yeah. going on? Oh, I just ripped the side skirt off with a bit of mud. She's all good. What I love is the fact you stopped, picked it up, and that got more applause than almost anything else you did. Oh, absolutely. The boys love it. What part <laughs> normally comes off a ute when you're doing the work like yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, just the skirts. For those of us that have got a lesser powered car, what's the what's the secret to doing a, a great circle work? Uh, just got to keep upper. Never power off. Nah, I nah, just into it. If you see a hailbower coming towards you, just still never power that's, off. That's about it, eh?
4: Yeah, get up it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and who are you? What is your role in the movie, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm just uh, the vehicle wrangler assistant. Just drop me it off, and they gave me a job. Holden or Ford, man. Holden Utes Ford sedan. And why is that? No idea, no idea. What, you like the doors are bigger on the sedan on the no, foot?
5: No, idea, just
0: the way it is. Remember out there, never power off. That's it, that's exactly right. You're wandering around the set and who have we got here?
6: Well we just worked with our special effects uh, stunt team and Xavier just did a, a stunt and we're about to put Xavier and Morgan into their cars for their driving sequence playing Billy and Lucy. And
0: what's your main role? I'm producing. Does that mean you kind of sweat it in case something goes bung and you've got to activate the insurance?
6: I don't worry about that, we've got experts to look after safety, to look after all the things we require, so I trust the team implicitly. A lot of preparation, a lot of planning, so um, we're confident that we're doing it the best way possible.
0: Coming from the ABC where everyone tries to do five jobs, it's great being on a set where someone has one and a bit job to do maybe and they do it well, so you only have to do it once.
6: We want to make sure that every time we do it, we get the best stuff we can and that everyone's in the best position to be safe and, and doing their best work.
0: The big job is pre-production, so you're trying every contingency's worked out ahead of time. Is
6: there something where you're going, oh, wow, that surprised us? Well, today is actually a day that's deliberately not planned because so many things... I mean, normally film crews do try to plan every contingency, control every event, but today and all of our weekends really are about embracing the unknown as much as we can. Um, we've got you know, crowds coming along, we've got events happening, so we're actually trying to blow that line a little bit and control it a little less on these days. I mean, we've got other days when we control it so we think that in that as we get closer to that line of unknown that's where some real magic will happen and I have to say we just saw some on that last shot
0: I like the way that the Kelpie went for the camera drone.
6: Exactly and
0: <laughs> if you've got a close up of that from air. Yeah, that'll look great
6: not only that we now have another drone that's actually part of the movie coming in so we can move that into it and it'll look like it's jumping for its own drone wow. we're now working things around the crazy things that we couldn't have predicted
0: and of course the big the big question that's come up and I'm, I know I'm, it's a bit hard to bring this up in mixed company but
6: on for Ford. We did want to name one of the cars Ford of the Rings, but um, oh, yeah, you've got to be a Holden man really, don't you? Ford's almost a dirty
0: word here today.
6: You ever done any paddock bashing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my grandparents used to own a farm down the Mornington Peninsula and I did learn to drive in a paddock at about 12 and yes, there was a fair bit of that. I learned that spoon drains and suspension don't go well together.
0: I'm here in the continuity area now. From my days back in continuity, you usually look for the person with a texter and lots of Polaroid photos, but it's not like that anymore. How do you keep Continuity in a movie now.
3: We tend to do a lot of playback. I take as many pictures as possible. I have a lot of help from costume and makeup.
0: And, and what is the biggest difficulty in this movie with the continuity? I was looking at the mud on the Utes and going, gee, that could be hard to match in a close-up, but that's not so much much of a worry.
3: I'm not really thinking about that too hard. If there was a scene where specifically it said the cars went through a muddy area and I I know that that has to be more muddy but because we're only going around in dust I'm keeping it as natural as possible not much has changed so I
0: imagine it'll be costumes you're looking at then
3: yes we have a huge mud fight at the end of so uh, because we're filming out of order that's going to be yeah. Quite difficult to keep hold
0: of. Cameramen have their favourite movie, makeup artists have their favourite movie because of makeup. As far as continuity goes, what is the gold standard of movies where you go, my god, the continuity in that movie is good?
3: You can't, you can't notice that. You don't notice the not because being any not, errors. Right. You only notice the errors.
0: I'm thinking maybe Groundhog Day because they're shooting the same scene over again over and over again in the same place over and over again. I imagine that would be a good continuity movie.
3: Yeah. I imagine that'd be easier as well because you have to keep everything the same.
0: That's right. And you're right. Continuity like Makeup, you you kind of, only when it's bad do you notice that there's a problem. Exactly. And of course when you're making a movie, it might seem a lot of fun and games until of course someone gets a ute in the side of them, which is probably what you don't want to have happen, and one of the things that you do to prevent a ute being in the side of someone, or a ute being into the crowd where it shouldn't be, is the safety officer. And what's your name, sir? G'day, my name's
7: Andy Clark. And what you,
0: uh, how do you get to be a safety officer? As, as a child, did you go around making sure everyone's pencils were faced the right way and you used to turn the switches off?
7: I'm actually a stunt coordinator and a stunt man. Most stunt coordinators, before you do coordination, have to do safety for two years before you can apply to be a stunt coordinator.
0: And I'm just looking around, of course, the obvious things would be cars running into people,
7: but what is the most common injury on a movie set? Crew tripping over cables, crew running in between jobs, tripping over. And falling off scaffoldings and things like that. And, of course,
0: cuts and bruises and scrapes. Of course, there's many of those. What's the most difficult movie you've had to work on as far as being a safety officer?
7: Gods of Egypt, which hasn't been released yet. Can I ask you what you had to stop them
0: from doing in that?
7: There was mainly a lot of uh, cranes and machine machinery on set. We had about nine or ten machines. Everything from um, scissor lifts to cherry pickers and all those sort of things
0: which could easily crush anybody and i imagine on on a movie set everyone's very aware of their job but they also get very intense and they get focused tunnel vision on something and they might not notice the cherry picker coming up behind them
7: that's correct and that's exactly what we do we have to be aware of all those sort of things to prevent them from getting run over because they're concentrating on the job and quite often ignore the noises behind them Uh, you've got to have your head on a pivot and your eyes on the back of your head as well what's your biggest
0: challenge in this movie because the camera runs aren't so bad here because we're outside and they can go round things what are you mainly watching out for
7: mainly for the crowd and also the camera as well because uh, quite often they're up on scaffolding or up on um, towers or ladders you know as well to get high shots what's the upcoming scene you've got to keep an eye on here I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, there's a guy over there cracking a whip now. That's pretty easy to avoid, isn't
7: it? Yes. Yeah. I've been um, supervising him as well, giving him a few hints because I'm a, a whip-cracking specialist a little bit as well in my line
0: of work. And uh, Holden or Ford man?
7: I'm actually driver Ford, but I'm a Commodore person. Holdens are a, a very good rev head vehicle if you like more so than the Fords. The Fords have got a very reliable motor in them but the the Chevy and Holden motors have a tendency to make noise and are easy to work on and parts are easier to obtain. You can hop into the engine bay to do your work. Of course you can. Yeah. You can do that with a Ford as well. Yeah mm-hmm. not so easy with an Audi. No that's certainly right too much electronics.
5: I'm talking to a guy that you won't see in the movie, but you'll certainly see his work. It's Marky Lee Campbell, and I was just the unseen driver. <laughs> so I guess my objective was to stay unseen but have it look like the car was ghosting so it could chase Xavier around.
0: In the scene of the movie, I think he puts an Occi strap around the steering wheel and puts a brick on the accelerator and you were playing the part of the brick
5: in the Occi strap. That's exactly right. <laughs> I was the Occi strap and I was the brick. What challenges do you have when you're steering a car and you aren't looking, although I'm sure you've done it plenty of times in your life? You're definitely relying on, I guess, your, your audio and telling you that, yep, nah, all good, no one's in front, where's the other car? And definitely makes you a very alert, that's for sure. First rule of circle work, of course, is never power off. Is that the case when you're not actually looking where you going? Yeah, that's a that's a different kind of philosophy. I think it's actually, the more you, you just get the car to do the work. Definitely not about power. Tell me, Holden or Ford Man? <sighs> yes, that one could get me in trouble. That's uh, I know, it's like Catholic uh, Protestant. Uh, yeah. Trans Am? So you're
0: smoking the bandit fan?
5: I'd have to say Ford, I think. No, I think... The the cars that I've had, like I've actually been very impressed with what a Ford can handle and they just feel more responsive than a Holden. It could be just the design and just maybe just something in the steering definitely feels very different.
0: Just sitting here, could you describe this uh, essence of beauty that we've got in front of us here? It's a Ford. <laughs> I know your feelings about that, but what year is it? Sixty-seven. It's a Ford. I've got no idea. Are you a Holden man as well? Yes, I am. Is there many Ford people in this area? When people talk about Fords, they talk it in very hushed tones, as if they don't want anyone around here to know that they're a Ford fan.
1: Yeah, that's true. Why would you? Wait, I don't. I can't say the point. one. I really can't. You reckon it comes from the family, like you're a Holden family. Your, your dad a Holden guy. Yeah. Yeah, always don't hold them. Is it okay to have just
0: like one friend who's a bit of a Ford fan, just so you got someone to argue with?
1: No, I hang shit on him because he bought an XR8. What's the issue with them? Because they're
0: six liter, aren't they?
1: No, they're a five point four. Oh. I've got, I've got the six liter Maloo. There's a difference. That's a damn good color. Silver, black wheels Man,
0: I'm fucking impressed I'm impressed, you know, I'm, I'm a VW man So I know nothing about what's going on here today You've flown the Ford flag oh, yeah. proudly
8: My name's Greg Maskell Just drove me a blown 67XR Falcon Ute Just went mad with some circle work wasn't just any circle work You managed to deposit <laughs> half of the dust of and
0: onto the crowd there You were aiming dust at the crowd
8: yeah, it's all a matter of where the dirt goes, and I just wanted it on the crowd. When we say blown, there's a supercharged Mad Max style going up through the hood of your car, isn't it? Yep, that's the style of car. It's just a force induction system that pushes a heap of air and fuel straight into that engine and makes it work hard. So what are the size of the engine and what's your kilowatt output? It's 351 cubic inches, and it's around 600 horsepower. Once you get past about 500 horsepower, even
0: the Mercedes-AMG have trouble keeping the car on the road and yeah. steering it.
8: What's the handling like with the car? What do you have to do to the shock? And everything to do.
0: Yeah,
8: The car is just a piece of junk. It's just old 67 technology that you just drive and you just steer it and you put the foot on the brake and hopefully everything goes in the right direction. It's just old. Keep the foot to the floor. That's pretty much it and keep shifting gears. Now you are a Ford guy? Pretty much, yeah. i got a few Fords, yeah. yeah. Why is this a holding area? The BS guys they started out with the wb hq utes type thing you know and that was holding stuff so then they went into the commodores but a few of us like to rub them up a little bit you know (laughs)
0: well what's your dream car man that's the one i want to have
8: i build cars for a living we've got 10 cars in any one time for a living so I love cars. I love everything. There's not a car on the face of the earth I don't appreciate. The
0: Suzuki Mighty Boy. Now there's
8: a Ute. That's a cool thing, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm six foot three and 120 kilos, so put me in there, and that's just cool, you know. I just like everything, but I'm really. A big fan of 67 cars because I was born in 67. I put it to anyone to find a bad looking car in 67. Was it a bit of a watershed year because they were kind of experimenting? Was that what was going on? A bit of it, pop art was going on? It, it was sort of a bit of a cross. The muscle car era was kicking in, you know, they were really starting on the muscle car era, and then yeah, they started experimenting with some muscle yeah. car and aerodynamics and all yeah. sorts of yeah. stuff.
0: Everyone seems to quote the 67 Mustang as being a good year for the Mustang, it was too. It yeah. was
8: brilliant, yeah. The Bullets, I've had one of those, and yeah, they're a cool car. They're, they're all. Cool, cool in 67, there's nothing that uncool, but I like my muscle cars. But I like 67 Falcons, I've got a fleet of them. Congratulations on being one of the few say it loud, say it proud Ford owners! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Ford owners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The sound of a six-litre Holden V8? No. No, no, it's not. I was completely
8: fucking wrong. What was it? 4.8 Ford motor.
0: What's been happening here? I saw there was a bit of a
8: worry. There was a bit of a popping of the bonnet. What's been going on? Oh, just temperatures come up a little bit when you're going that slow and you're just full of dust. And... Yeah, when you're standing in one spot and revving the engine to
0: the red line, that does tend to stress the cooling system a bit.
8: Yeah, the oil temp comes up, the water temp comes up, and the uh, smoke keeps ballowing off the back tyres. Is this the owner here who's
0: checking his tyres to see if they still exist?
8: Yeah, just making sure that they're still there so he can drive over and put the road tyres on. Here's the owner.
0: Yeah, I'm Zach Turner. Zach, pretty impressive work out there. Thank you very much. My favourite bit was where you weren't going anywhere, but your tyres were going somewhere in a hurry.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a crowd favourite,
0: that one. How much stress does that put on the cooling system of the car?
3: Yeah, quite a
4: lot. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running
0: pretty yeah, hot. Yeah, just, dashboard's lit up a bit like a christmas tree (laughs) Yeah, she loves it she'll cool down again it's great to hear from the minority of the ford people here today anyway
3: yeah cool thank
0: you very much a genuine xr8 owner there people We've spoken with a lot of people that love their cars and do their circle work. When I was speaking to one of the actors, can you describe where you sit in the movie? But you're wearing a great onesie.
9: I am. I am. My name's Travis Jeffrey and I play Sparrow, who is a bit of the comedic relief. So I'm best mates with Billy and Lucy. You know, I spend the whole film chasing them around and get up to a bit of mischief along the way.
0: What other work would we have seen you
9: in? You'd see me in Unbroken and Gallipoli, Channel 9's Gallipoli. And in a couple of years, you'll see me in Pirates of the Caribbean. A couple of years? Yeah. Really? Are they... Editing your work that hard? They are. A lot of work that needs to go into those ones in post. Well, what's it like being an actor in Australia at this time? How is it? Done my fair share of cleaning tables. I've been very, very fortunate. I graduated drama school a couple of years ago and I've been very lucky with the work that I've got. No complaints from me. And here on Spin Out...
0: Like any movie, there's a lot of hurry up and waiting going on. Yeah. How do you handle that? I see you haven't got a book with you, and there's nowhere to put it in your onesie anyway. No. So how do you go through the long standing around on set with nothing to do?
9: They've created a really, really good environment on uh, this set that so we just stand around chatting. You know, the weekend as you see is a big weekend. It's probably the most dangerous stuff for me to do because you're
0: standing on the back of a Ute with no driver in it.
9: Which I do most days anyway. Was that your bum I saw out the window? No, that was not my bum. That was was that uh, a stunt bum? That was uh, a bum by the name of Aaron Sindos. Uh, he'll be floating around here somewhere. And What's the scene we should look at for you in spin-out? There's a lot of stuff that I do with Mary, who's my love interest in the film. Controversial question now, Holden or Ford? Holden. My first car was a Commodore VP. Did it have all its door handles? It, it did, it did. Bruce was its name and it was my first car and <laughs> always have a place in my heart.
0: The original title of the movie was Circle Works, so we've got a circle of, of actors here talking to one who's smoking up a storm. Hey Eddie. It's good and refreshing to see someone who's a shameless smoker. I think it, as you go around, everyone will be contributing to that conversation. What do you play in the movie and what's your name for our listeners? <laughs> JJ uh, Brendan Bacon. <laughs> we've seen you in much before, what we've seen you in sir?
8: Recently just finished shooting uh, Patrick, feature film The Mule most of my credits are TV. Always the criminal. Always the junkie. Is it the beard or what, what's going no, on? Now? No, no, that's, that's fresh. That's new. It's, it's the 50 kilos
0: of skinniness would suggest that... Is it some sort of Steve Buscemi thing going yeah, on? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and what, what are you doing on this one? Is it also... Is it a change of... He's not a bad guy, but he's the guy that you're not too sure exactly is going on and what is the scene we should look for for you in the movie the whip scene if you can track the whip scene down there's that's comedy central it's been zero overnight here in shepparton for some of the shoots how are you going with that level of cold
8: well they said there was an ice problem up here in shepparton but it turns out the only ice problem is the one on the ground
0: Uh, holden or ford
8: i'm a holden man i think i'm not even much of a car guy which is an amazing uh...
1: my name's damien hill and i'm playing spike well, like Mark previously, I, I'm not into cars at all. I, I drive my little automatic Mercedes <laughs> around the city like a grandma.
0: Have you ever actually done any circle work, even accidentally in the Merck? while you're backing out the driveway? Maybe to get the kids from school. And what's the scene we should look at for you in the movie? There's a bridge up there,
6: just there, that we can yeah, see. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's Like a very miniature Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah. yeah, Spike and Terps. Some of their feelings come out on that bridge. My name is Aaron Sindos, and I'm playing Terps, the good friend of Spike. We uh, sort of come in as a bit of like a bit of antagonist, so we kind of come in there and try and one-up the main crew. And what other work maybe we've seen you in? I just finished doing a thing for um, a Princess Mary biopic, playing the Prince of Greece. So that was fun. It's a bit of a
0: rule that comedies are kind of serious to make and serious movies have their fun moments when you're making them. Is that true at all or not? This is fun. Okay. The entire
6: thing has been fun.
0: My name is Thomas Blackburn. I'm playing Rooter. Already, I like what you've got to say. I like the subtext. You make me want to go to NIDA. <laughs> Well, just for the day, maybe to have a lunch and then leave.
5: That's exactly what Ruta would do. Actually, he's a very man, man of few words because he doesn't really understand many. He just wants to have a good time with his his friends at the BNS.
0: What's the scene we should have a good look at? you doing as Ruta. The, the one I'm really looking for. Was it to? pronounced router? Is it like an no, I, no,
5: IT it's, thing? It's Ruta. It's Ruta. This, okay. and we're not sure whether it's ironic or it's because it's the truth. Ruta is doing a bit of beer catching. There's a beer shower scene, and going to be catching as much beer as he can. I think that's the scene to look out for for Ruta.
4: My name is Lisa Kowalski. I play Shazza. Oh yeah, I <laughs> yep. Listen, she's got her posse. She, she definitely causes a bit of a muck in the movie. She has her sidekicks, Taylor and Malene. Uh, I've got a great youth or pop hot pink interior and the number plate is called Flush 1A. Yeah.
0: And what's your favourite scene in the movie? Or what's the one where your character has its moment?
4: Oh, There's a couple of good ones. For me, it's about Shazza's one-liners. She's got some great pingers. She lets everyone know at the Venus Ball that when she roots, there is no Mercy. What we've seen you in before. The Black Balloon, which was a movie that came out with Tony Collette a couple of years ago. And TV, I've worked on Rescue Special Ops and The Jester with Mick Malloy.
0: We have the Holden Ford Schism here. Where do you sit with that? Oh. Did
8: you know all about this, show? Yeah,
4: this is my area of expertise. How oh, did you good. know to ask me that? I'm more of a Suzuki girl myself. Oh. I'm all about um foreign-owned cars. There's something to be said about the Japanese models. <laughs> my name is Peter Grace Moon. With
0: killer pigtails. <laughs>
4: I have been compared to uh, the Jessie doll from Toy Story a number of times. If that uh, that gives the uh, the listeners at home some idea of where we're at today.
0: And where we've seen you before on Australian TV or movie. This
4: will be um, be my third uh, my third Australian film, Mister Dub. But none of them have actually come out as of yet. So you may not have seen those just yet. I ended up on uh, on a wonderful, wonderful channel uh, Channel Seven program called Winners and Losers. I hope you're a winner. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've just been called to the set. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> One question too many. I've pushed her too far. She's walking.
8: Thank you very
9: much. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm here for Work Experience. I'm Josh, the exact same. What experience are you getting? Basically, how to get coffees for people and things like that, but it's really cool.
0: I think you gave me a sandwich earlier, and, fuck, you were good at it. That was a great sandwich. And what have you been up to, same thing?
9: Yeah, pretty much, but it was pizza.
0: You guys thought, wow, I think a six-litre V8 is in my future after watching these cars today. Oh, it might be. What scene have you enjoyed the most?
9: Well,
8: we've had a scene that we've seen out the corner of our eye of a man sticking his ass out the window of the car. That was a bit strange. That's known as the wow moment, I believe. Yeah, the wow moment.
0: One of the most fascinating things that's for me about this is the drone work that's been used in the movie because we've got a stunt drone that gets used as part of the story and we've got the actual drone that's been doing the filming here and frankly I reckon I could give away my Volkswagen and ride that drone to work
9: Yes, I'm Consta Theoropoulos and I'm from Swarm UAV with our pilot Ito Sergeyev and Karen Barrett. We're flying drone all around the joint today. What's going on there? You've got a Honda generator for every 9 volt battery. <laughs> well, <laughs> redundancy is key really when it comes to something of such a big scale in a production if one bird is down or not not getting off the ground or cameras broken or something like that we just go straight to plan b and have our second part because basically in terms of safe fly time you're looking around seven to eight minutes seven or eight minutes that's not very long but most
0: camera shots are only a minute or two aren't they
9: yeah exactly i mean look really when it comes down to it you, you can get those amazing long shots and go panning with it but when you're cutting it in with a lot of ground footage all you need is that tiny bit of time really and to set up that shot or a few shots to be in fact eight minutes is more than enough
0: What is the drone movie that's got the best drone work in we should all seek out and have a bit of a look?
9: By far, it's an American movie about a motocross riders. It's called Moto 6. The latest one is by far got the best drone footage I've ever seen. The bikers go above the drone, below the drone. Really special stuff.
0: What's the one thing apart from sound that you can't do with drones that you wish they'd just get that little bit more technology that you could do?
9: For them to look less lethal would be a great thing.
4: Oh, hello again. This is uh, Pia Grace. So I'm playing our Taylor in Spin Out. Yeah,
0: as you remember, she walked. I asked something controversial <laughs> like. Holden or Ford, and she she walked.
4: Uh, at the moment, we're doing a whole heap of, uh, you know, kind of crowd reactions and, uh, and you know, the the friends of the of the heroes' reactions to the drama that's happening amongst uh, amongst Billy and, and Lucy's ute. Where can
0: we catch you online or anything? You got a website or a blog or anything like that where we can see what you're up to?
4: On Facebook and I'm on Twitter as well. I said, but I don't have a blog or, or anything per se.
2: Sophie, have you met
4: Maynard?
0: Look, hello,
2: look, uh, he- hello Sophie. What's your role on the film?
5: Uh, I'm, I'm Tim's assistant, actually. but running the video
2: village. Sophie does an excellent job, running the video village. Being my assistant and just generally helping the mood. I think we should explain to people the video village is where you can see what
0: used to be maybe rushes instantly. You can see what all the cameras are showing.
5: Yeah, you can see everything live, so a lot of people is going to be working out of it, such as the directors, Mr. Tim Ferguson and Mark Gracie.
0: Would I be correct in saying that on some movies, not this one, the video village would be the place where most fights would break out? Because that's where the creative pithead is.
5: Yeah, that's why you talk about the shot. You don't want to talk about, you know, around a camera, so yeah. you talk behind a screen and mm. that's our continuity awesome. we'll be working out of and it's a lot of people on set, so you need to keep some distance and just like make a you know, work, working space like an office. Yeah.
0: What's Tim like to work with, really? Is he the hard taskmaster? Everyone says,
5: Don't tell anyone, but it's really hard. Yeah, but you know, you know, I'm French, I'm strong. But you speak French, so we speak French together. No, people don't really understand what we say, which is good. We talk about people and just say stuff <laughs> about them, anyway. So,
0: Ferguson, she looked after you
2: basically. <laughs> Fucking faker <laughs> yeah <laughs> the
0: real stars of the movie are in fact two of the most beautiful dogs I've seen for quite some time.
10: My name's Sarah from Film Livestock Australia and this is taya and taya is playing Nob, the lead cast dog. Taya is a red healer. She's a purebred.
0: She was wearing a onesie earlier wasn't she?
10: Yes she was. She's (laughs) hanging out with Travis's character Sparrow and they dress up and do some pretty crazy things together.
0: As an animal wrangler on a set, what's the biggest challenge particularly with a dog?
10: Just understanding working around camera, uh, positioning and and you really need to understand how to cue your animal without getting in the frame. She
0: was behaving in a very cat-like manner earlier in that she slept most of the day.
10: (laughs) Well we try and reserve her energy as much as we can in between between shots because it's a lot of uh, mental pressure for her. What is her big
0: scene? Has she got a big scene? Uh,
10: Well, she's been working every day consistently, so she has been in most of the scenes. She's pretty experienced now. She's five-year-old and probably done about four movies, so a bit of an old hand.
0: I I saw her her jumping up and barking at people and cuddling people in the Uh, crowd over there. She's very outgoing.
10: Yes, she is. She loves the crowd, and the more they get her excited, the more excited she gets, and she loves to act. (laughs) Good
0: dog. We're just inside the the Ferguson staff car here and it's been a pretty full-on day. I think that even though it is only around about 6 o'clock in the afternoon, most people have worked 25, 26 hours just today this is just a major thing here.
2: Well, it's a major thing. Been working since the crack of dawn, literally, and if you've met her, it's hard work. Oh, that's funny because of the two men. It's It's been a very intense day of car action, and we've added to the difficulty by making the cars go in circles very, very fast. Some of the actors did their own stunts, which is
0: huge. One thing that has been coming out today, and I haven't drawn you out on this question, Holden or
2: Ford? There's a huge huge schism in who loves their youth where do you come down tim that's a ridiculous question maynard that's uh, holden ford uh, was named after some guy called ford i think it's ford of the rings he was one of the characters whereas holden was named after holden as in if you love someone you spend time holding them so there's a romantic aspect to holden that can't be denied The engines revving That's your early
0: morning wake-up call. Tim, what do you reckon is so unique about the movie Spin Out and what is going on with this panic bashing here? Well,
2: it's a celebration in this film of a very rich and committed culture of Australians. It's uniquely Australian sport, partly because the Australian ute is original to Australia and mostly confined to Australia. The ute itself is very good at circle work because it's low-slung and has far less weight on the back than it does in the front, so it can kick its back end out. But the exciting thing, as you can hear, is there's a certain machismo. But the funny thing about the machismo is there are more female circle work drivers than there are male circle work drivers. It's very popular amongst rural women because they're the ones who know how to spend their money correctly so they put it all into their cars the winner of best ute for australia is the uh, fright lightning car and of course it's pink and it's owned and run and funded by a woman. The great thing about Utes too is a lot of people I spoke to here these aren't just show
0: Utes this is what they go to work in, this is their everyday car as well as their show car
2: They're working vehicles, they're shined, shone and buffed and polished and and souped up within an inch of their lives but these are all working vehicles which does add sort of an earthy touch to the whole thing. There are plenty of people in cities who drive out to the bush to do circle work and engage in this spectacular sport. has
0: this made you want to put the foot down a bit more next time behind the driver's seat?
2: Well, if I had a license, I certainly <laughs> would. My legs don't work, so I could either brake convincingly or do very little but accelerate convincingly. The whole idea behind Spin Out is to celebrate this culture that is unique to Australia, and it actually is Unique, unlike other things that are called unique to Australia, like sporting prowess. The Bachelor Spinster Ball is the only get-together event in the world where young men and women turn up, the boys in tuxedos and bow ties, the girls in party frocks, everybody looking fabulous, and, of course, there's the usual decline as the evening goes on. You just throw rum at the problem. But also we have this sport, the circle work, with utes adorned with all sorts of fog lights and aerials novelty horns and flags fluttering with six litre v8 engines roaring the whole idea behind the spin-out story was to show two young people getting their act together falling in love and deciding what they're going to do with their lives in this world so hopefully it resonates Firstly, with the people who go to b and Secondly, with people who probably should. You're actually going to get more people going, hey, I've been missing out on something. Yeah, once people see what goes on at a Ute Master or a B&S Ball... They're going to say, I'm a bachelor, I'm a spinster, I'm going to go out there. It's like a Venus version of... It's Tim Ferguson, Queen of the Desert, really. It is. It's Tim Ferguson, <laughs> Queen of the Desert. Why be king? It doesn't have all the frock choices. There wouldn't be many green voters in this paddock, I wouldn't think. As I've said many times, the trouble with the greens is that they're not popular in the bush because they're not actually talking to the people who own the environment, who run the environment, who have to make the environment feed everybody and nourish everyone they talk to a bunch of inner city ex-hippies and middle-class dweebs and god help us hipsters these people actually live in the environment as opposed to see photographs of it on their ipads
0: and they would be looking at it going well look at this thing here it's a v8 it's got a huge carbon footprint all that sort of thing oh
2: yeah and they will jump in their old hillman or their beetle And drive around to their local cafe. Pre pollution control cars. Exactly, that need leaded petrol. And also, they're plugging their iPods and their iPads and their iHeads. And if those hipster guys shaved their beards, they would actually be cooler and not be warming the planet.
0: I'm in the tent that's known as the video village at the moment And I'm with the two lead actors of the film I'm not saying the stars of the film Because the stars of the film are in fact the Utes and the Kelpie
4: My name is Morgan Griffin and I play Lucy McClintock
0: and I'm Xavier Samuel. I'm playing Billy Brandish. You can't say too much, can you?
4: <laughs> I'm a little bit sick at the moment. Yesterday I couldn't say anything, but today at least I can string a sentence. So. What's
0: been going on? There's been lots of yelling going on, has there?
4: I think lots of dirt inhaling from the driving <laughs> yesterday.
0: What's the scene in the movie that people should be watching out for you?
6: We're only at day five, yeah, so it's kind
8: of hard to tell. Of-
0: the scene that we're filming at the moment is the big kind of dance that Billy and Lucy do with their youths. Oh, okay. I think you'd need it, I'm afraid. Is that okay. correct? I'm speaking to perhaps well, one of the best-dressed people on the set. My name's Shannon. I'm what's called a data wrangler. It's a very American term. Is, is that the only name for it? As far as I know, yes. Uh, it's very American,
9: but a lot of Hollywood stuff is very American. Yes. I'm specifically, I'm taking the camera cards, so all the footage is shot under the cards... And then they come to me where I back everything up onto hard drives.
0: Have you ever plugged a card in and it's corrupted from the get-go straight out of the camera? Never had that luckily. How much data would you have to log in a day shooting like yesterday?
9: Yesterday they shot with eight cameras so the data was quite massive. I think it was almost a terabyte worth of data just yesterday. And what's
0: the one thing that a data wrangler fears the most? Apart from an EMP event.
9: The delete button. You never go anywhere near the delete button especially if you haven't backed it up at least twice
0: we've been talking about you culture here we've been talking about a bit of hooning we're in a closed set people can carry on like they want but i'm here with i'm just reading the badge here mr m Krull, senior constable how long have you been a policeman here in shepparton
8: been up here for approximately 13 months been in the force for six years we're talking mainly traffic incidents here this is a closed
0: set so if someone was doing what he was doing on the street what would he probably be charged with under the traffic act of victoria
8: a range of offences, careless driving, fail to have proper control of a vehicle. Also, if there are people standing on the street, it's conduct endangering a person, and he's also likely to lose his vehicle, get impounded as well. Which is a specifically Victorian thing. Even New South Wales and Queensland
0: don't have that, so you go, right, you're done, and the car gets impounded. Can the car actually get crushed up, or is that under certain situations?
8: Uh, it's a certain amount of strikes. The first time's 30 days. Second time, it's 30 days again, but we can make an application to impound it for longer, and then, obviously, when it comes to a magistrate. A magistrate can make a ruling to him to crush a vehicle.
0: Now I know you're not speaking on behalf of the Victorian police here. This is purely as a private citizen.
8: Holden or Ford? I was raised driving forwards but funnily enough I drive a Holden now. Got the dogs, got to have a room in the back with a wagon. What is the biggest crime problem in Shepparton? Well Shepparton's a great place for a police officer to learn how to do their job because you don't get one specific thing. You get a wide range and it's really good for police officers here to to learn their trade. On Maynard.com.au. A-U!